I thought I was gonna be like so ahead of the game today and I was gonna get ready for dinner before we jumped on and all this stuff, but like I ended up at Costco and Walmart today and it was just a mess and Oh my god. So. But you got yourself ready, you're looking great. So you got Thank where you. are you going tonight? Um, we're going out to dinner at this cute little Italian restaurant oh. um, with some friends of ours. Some friends of ours have some friends of theirs in town, so they invited us out to dinner. Okay. So it'll be nice. It's my favorite restaurant in Palma, so I'm excited. What about you? What's your weekend looking like? Oh, the weekend. So, okay, so it's Friday. Um, we have a Christmas party tonight at uh, Fishburners, which is the, you oh, know, the co-working fun. space. I know, yes. I know. That should be fun. I've got a 40th birthday tomorrow for a friend. Yeah. I'm so what? excited for your holiday party. I know. It's I love <laughs> holiday parties. Are you going to get super dressed up? Well, they've got a theme, like to dress up as like a school you know, like a cheerleader or something school themed, which is for the holidays and for a startup hub. So it's, I have to review the, the ticket. I can't remember what it is exactly, but there is a theme to dress up. And Oh, well, I'm like, I'm actually going out. I want to wear like fun clothes, not a costume. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we do our three, two, one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you realize that one, you are not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Oh, it's the new year. Oh my goodness. But not really yet. But when this goes live, it will be. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna be transparent. It's the new year for our listener friends, but it's not the new year for us yet. Yes, but we are very much looking forward to the new year. We're just like awesomely ahead on our recording schedule. So right now it's early December, but we're recording our first episode of the new year. Yay. Look at us with all of our preparation skills and organization. So good. So good. So I I love that we're starting the new year with uh, the topic of mindset. But uh, I'm going to let you uh, lead us in today. Today we've done, we've done a bit of a different... Uh, what have we done? What, what's been different about today? What's been different about today is that we hit record as soon as we got on the mics together and as soon as we got on the call. Yeah, so you'll hear a little bit of mumbo jumbo. We'll probably clean it up a little bit, but um, we thought it would be fun to just hit record straight from the top today. So you heard us do our little catch up. Um, We haven't recorded in a little over a week, which is a bit longer stretch for us than normal. So lots of catching up to do. Plus, we have a little bit of an abbreviated recording time today. Um, So we wanted to just dive right into things. And I'm very excited to be chatting about mindset today, too, because it's a topic very near and dear to my heart for various reasons. Um, One, because it 
drastically, I feel, changed the trajectory of my life probably about 10 years ago. And also because I feel like it continues to change the the direction that I'm headed, how I approach my life every day. Um, yeah, I just feel that having a positive mindset is so instrumental to living a happy and healthy life. And, and I feel like I'm realizing that more and more every single day. But I know that not everyone is exposed to the idea that you are in control of how you feel. And so that's why I think that today is such a, you know, great timing for this episode. We're into a new year, or we will be once this goes live, (laughs) per previous discussion. Um, And I feel like it's as good a time as any although you can do this any time of year, of course, but I feel like it's as good a time as any to really dive into mindset because to me, the biggest barrier between where you are right now and where you want to be is all related to mindset. So Nicole, I I know that both of us have experience with, um, you know, being conscious that mindset makes a big difference. And I know that you and I have you know, in different ways, been exposed to how to improve your mindset, maybe different ways of looking at things. Um, Like I, for example, have have experienced very intense, like weekend long workshops where um, a lot of mindset work was done. Uh, And then I've also, you know, read books and followed people online and even watched, you know, series and, and docus about mindset and and all of that. So what would you describe your experience thus far with mindset? Oh, okay. That was such a great intro. And it surprised me when you said that you did your mindset work like 10 years ago is where it started for you as a journey. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of, I mean, it, it, happened almost simultaneous to me joining John on the team, which I feel was very perfect and critical timing for me. Um, and, and I really do believe, well, I know that a massive part of it was because of that, because John was doing a lot of mindset work as well. And he was like, I feel like this would be really good if you did this too, you know, we'd be on the same page. We'd both have kind of had, of course, our experiences were different, but, you know, both of us would have kind of gone through this. For me, it was absolutely a transformation. Um, so I can't take credit for having gone through this 10 years ago, but <laughs> or for having the idea to, but I can't take credit for doing the work. Doing the work. Yeah. I mean, the, the well, the reason why I, 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 I refer to like a timeline is because I always feel like I, I love this topic. And I feel like I want to have this conversation with you because I do agree that it hundred percent it is super important. And it's one of those things you want to pass on and share once you kind of unlock, um, not secrets, but you unlock the power of, you know, understanding your mindset, changing your mindset, reframing and all of that. Um, and I always feel like I need to apologize and say, I I was late to the game in learning this stuff. I don't know why I feel the need to say, oh yeah, shoot. I learned this, you know, um, for me it was around 2014. So not too, you know, long after you. Um, but I think in those early, uh, you know, when we kind of met around 2012, 2013, 
um, which was the first year for me in entrepreneurship, the first year for me leaving teaching. I don't think I spent time, I didn't, you know, working on myself. It was more like just having this new experience of leaving a a long career. Um, But it was probably, yeah, uh, around in 2014 that I read a book that really was foundational. I think we've talked about it before. It's Think and Grow Rich um, by Mm. Napoleon Hill, which is I don't know, I think it was published in like 1920 or something. I mean, yeah, I'll have, yeah. To, I'll have to look that up. But um, it's, it's a super old uh, book. It's a classic. Um, and that's where I learned and what was transformational about that was uh, going from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. But why I was also asking and curious about your journey is because I feel like, and you've alluded to this, you've done these intense workshops, you know, through these that I've known you, I've heard you talk about these workshops, these weekends, and I feel you've done a lot of work in this area. Maybe I feel a lot more than I have, but this will be interesting to, to, to talk about this because, well, I have a question for you. Is mindset different to personal development or are they the same thing? Oh, so it's so like I was literally just thinking as you're kind of talking about your journey with with mindset and uh, you reading Think and Grow Rich, I I was kind of thinking all while you were saying that like, hmm, okay, I guess depending on how you look at what like mindset work is, perhaps I've been like more, um, you know, working on getting out of my own way. yeah, personal development. I, I kind of do, I guess, or I have up until this point anyways, maybe by the end of this episode, I will change my mind. <laughs> but up until this point, yeah, I've kind of seen mindset, transformation, personal development, figuring out um, what your limiting beliefs are and being able to get past those. Um, I feel that that is... I guess I have personally kind of looked at that all in the same realm. Do you? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, I didn't know the answer and I knew we were going to talk about this. And sometimes I share with Omar uh, what we're, our next recording is like, what are you going to record on next? And I said, we're going to do mindset. And it's like, oh, cool. And I said, oh, I have a question for you. Is personal development <laughs> and mindset the same thing? Oh, and what did he say? Um. And it was interesting. Uh, He said that personal development is the foundation that you, I hope this is exactly what he said, because I've got a really bad memory, (laughs) even though I asked him very recently. But the gist of it was that personal development lays a foundation for understanding um, that mindset has a lot to do with, you know, how you show up and the things that you can achieve and pursuing your goals. But this is where I was kind of surprised by his answer, um, that you need a different mindset for different situations. And mm. then you learn in life, like if I'm going to show up as a leader in my, in my business, you know, I need the mindset of, you know, what it takes to, to lead a company and lead a team and, and, you know, innovate and change and all of that. Um, now I'm adding to what he was saying. One example that he gave was, um, you know, in sports. And I suppose if in sports psychology or athletes, there's a mindset there that operates and has to operate in a way that's probably different to a a regular mindset, um, if you, if you will, to be able to perform at a certain level. So 
Because I was thinking like all my experiences have been around, you know, really around personal development and becoming aware of, um, you said it in the beginning, like the, your thoughts really influence, mm-hmm. um, you know, your, your actions. I think you said this, um, but how you realize how much your thoughts um, can determine your, your actions, your happiness, all of that. So understanding that as a foundation then realizing, okay, if I need to perform at a higher level, um, you know, whether it's in a creative space or whether it's in my business or whether it's, you know, achieving, uh, you know, a certain level in a sport or whatever, I have to work on my mindset for that thing. So that Mm. was a little bit of a distinction. I don't know if you, if you. I like that. I like that. And I feel like that is true. I mean, certainly like, I mean, if I'm going out for like a marathon day of running errands, which I did today, I can get quite frustrated when I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, you know, oh, I'm sitting in traffic, like, oh, this guy just cut me off and now I'm standing <laughs> in a long line at the store. And, you know, any number of things can kind of like disrupt what may have started out as like an awesome day and you're happy mm-hmm. and you're like ready to go and you've got everything set and then something happens and it's like, ooh, I can feel like, you know, the spiral starting. And I think in those situations, your awareness, I love that you use that because I think awareness is the absolute like key to all of it, right? You have to be able to, you have to have that awareness to be able to say, oh, wait a second, I'm not going to go that way. Mm. Uh, down yeah. that path. I'm not going to let myself snowball into like the super negative, frustrated, like unhappy person right now because I can control that. Um, versus to your point, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, parents deal with mindset on a different level. Um, sometimes when you're chatting with friends who like have different views and it becomes very argumentative, I feel like Mm. I'm just not a confrontational person. So I feel like that is a certain mindset is called to play. And yeah, certainly with sports and business, I, I, I dig that. What did you think? Were you like, Oh no, 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 that's not true. No, I think it's true from the perspective and I, that the foundation has to be this awareness first that you can. And I think it's that growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. I think if you operate from a fixed mindset, then for your, to your example of like, say road rage, um, oh, that's just, you know, for someone with a fixed mindset might be like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm, you know, I get road rage quite easily, or this is just how I am. This is how I respond um, in those situations. Oh, you know, that's just me. Mm. Um, That idea is, you know, comes from a fixed mindset, whereas the growth mindset person, like you said in that moment, can be, okay, wait a second, like, yeah, that might be my knee-jerk reaction or I can react in that way, but let me reframe this. This is, It's not going to be helpful for me to engage in this road rage and totally throw off my day or th- totally throw off my mood. So I'm going to, you know, I know that I normally react like this, um, but I'm going to, you know, see this We're in another way something different yeah yeah um, so that's a pretty simple example but I think you have to first have that foundation 
And I think that's why you, I, I feel like sometimes you, when you read uh, certain books or you get certain information, sometimes you might not be ready for it. Um, so that's why I, I, I really think that Think and Grow Rich book for me uh, was a great starting point. And it probably is a great starting point um, for probably a lot of people who, who want to try and, you know, improve and develop. And there's lots of people out there that you can get this information from. Um, but you need that foundation to realize I can actually change you know, those limiting beliefs or the things I think about myself, I can improve, I can develop. Cause I actually think a lot of people don't think they can. Mm. Um, or they're just not thinking about it at all. I mean, <laughs> I think there's, I, and I don't know, do you, what, what do you think? Do you think that the vast majority of people know that there's something different and they're choosing to not do the work or do you think they just don't know? Oh, I think it could be both. Um, uh, one of my favorite personal development gurus is Jim Rohn, which I think mm-hmm. you know of Jim Rohn. Yeah. And one of the harshest things I think he said that has stayed with me is that thinking is hard. People don't generally like to spend too much time thinking or it can be scary to sit there and think of the big questions and think and therefore they um, outsource their thinking and then what ends up happening is they let other people decide for them yeah so does that answer your question i why i think that is because either it's hard it's hard work and so people choose not to to take control and spend that time doing the work. And we know if we talk a little bit more about mindset, it is actually daily, daily work. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, not to be you know negative about it. It's hard work, but it's so rewarding, right? And I think people, people don't choose to do the work. But I think a lot of the times they don't know. And I, I would say I was one of those people. I, mm-hmm. When I said I'm late to the game, it's only because I didn't know that there was – I another way to you know alter my mindset and see what's possible and be intentional about my goals and see that anything is possible if I put my mind to it blah 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 all that stuff and not to diminish it and say blah 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 but the point is I didn't know I didn't have those no one showed me no one taught me that uh it's nobody's fault it's just that that's what it was so Mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of both yeah well I think that that um rhythm, if you will, that you're talking about of like people, you know, perhaps having an inclination that they could maybe take an extra step to learn or to experience and and this whole idea of like outsourcing, like, I've said it a million times. uh, And, and I still work on calling myself out when I say it. But there's so many times that I used to wish that someone else would just choose like, Mm. Oh, my gosh, I don't even want to think about this. Like somebody else just tell me what to do. And I think that when you're in that space, I do think that, okay, hear me out. This might sound like weird at first, but like when you really wrap your head around how this is happening on a daily basis for people, like I really do think that it's subconscious. It's so robotic that they don't even realize that they're doing it because it's the way that they've always done it. So like for me, I used to say all the time, oh, I don't care. Somebody else just make a decision. 
I was never thinking like, oh my gosh, why? Like what? You're telling someone else to make that decision for you, giving away all your power, like not having a say, diminishing your your thoughts and um, your opinion. And like when you think about everything that you're doing, when you do something like that, if you were to actually stop and think about that, I think that a majority of people would be like, wait a second, that's not right. I don't want to give away my power and act like I don't care like what my opinion or my thoughts are or diminish like my importance or any of that, you know, play small, live invisible, all of that stuff. If people actually thought that that's what they were doing, I think that they might think twice about doing it. But I think that people are so used to doing it and they don't know any other way that they don't even know that there's, you know, they don't know. They They don't know what they don't know. Yeah. And so I think that that is like, because I feel the same way that you do. I was just never exposed to it. And like you said, it's nobody's fault. Um, But it just wasn't presented to me until, you know, actually, I kind of feel like my shift or my switch that flipped that finally got me thinking like, okay, that's enough. Like, I'm (laughs) sick of other people making decisions for me. I'm sick of other people determining my future. I'm sick of just hoping that something's going to come my way or relying on this like crazy idea that somebody owes me something, which nobody owes me anything, is when I missed that promotion at my job, which we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, That I was, you know, at this job, sitting at the front desk, answering phones, like total... I won't say what type, like, just like, you know, I was the receptionist, essentially. Receptionist is is a very important job. I'm not diminishing that, but I had been doing it for three and a half years with like no recognition or any appreciation for me being at that job. Like that was my job description, but I was basically doing my boss's work. So like, that's what made me angry about it. I didn't get, Mm. I was happy to be the receptionist. I was damn good at that job, but I was doing the work of somebody that was making literally like 400 times what I was making. Wow. And well, maybe not 400, like five or something, but a lot, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so when I thought I was finally getting a promotion, you know, I was in this whole mindset of like, somebody owes me something, I'm working so hard. Why is this, why am I in this hamster wheel? I'm doing everything that everybody else tells me to do. But like, all of that was the problem. The whole problem was that I felt like someone else owed me something. And Mm. oh my gosh, I'm doing everything everybody else tells me to do. And like, that's not going to get you where you want to go. And when I missed that promotion, that's when I was finally like, all right, this is BS. I'm done. (laughs) And I don't know, I guess like just being pushed to your limits in a specific area or scenario. For me, that's was the initial switch. Um, But you Mm -hmm. know, like, how do you then how do you help other people that don't know? Because to your point, I feel like people have to be ready for it or they Mm. have to be open to it. Maybe not ready for it, but open to it so that they can at least let something in. Um, Like how do you, that's part of my big passion and the work that I do is like, I want people to know who never thought that there was another option other than a nine to five job that entrepreneurship is an option. Because I want people to know these things who don't currently know these things. So how, (laughs) yeah, right. But like, that's a big, like, it's a big, <laughs> it's a big vision, but it's also 
I think there's also um, the steps in between, like, oh, and that's what makes it hard because you do want to, you know, you, you might be some, you might be here on that journey of mindset and personal development. And someone has no idea what you're, you know, has never been exposed to it, just thinks like, yep, yeah, is happy with the status quo, um, thinks all those thoughts, oh, someone's going to give it to me, oh, only the lucky, you know, get what they want or only, you know, so, someone who's inherently successful or rich or whatever is going to get what they want. All of these thoughts, how do you take that person, you know, who has never thought about these possibilities and this other way of reframing and, and thinking and, 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 you know, different mindset and without just being either, you know, overbearing or yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know the answer to that because mm. I mean, I, I was thinking of it too, in terms of like, I, I feel like both of us are sharing that we had this experience and, and you mentioned reading Think and Grow Rich was like a big turning point for you, or it was at least the door opening for you to be like, Ooh, I choose this door. Like I want to find out more. Yes. But how but did you get that book? Oh, well, um, that by that stage, um, you know, I'd already, I was already with Omar. It was already two years. We was, we'd started the hundred dollar MBA. So it was already, you know, a year and something into, into our entrepreneurship journey together. Um, so that's where he gave me that book. It's actually his copy and I still have the, the, you know, the physical copy of it where he's underlined sections of it. But oh, what I was thinking of was, you know, you were talking about your limiting beliefs or your beliefs about entitlement. My place and my shift even before I read this book and I realized this, because sometimes you have to have a, a catalyst or something that happens where it's just like, okay, enough is enough. For you, it was the promotion. I think for me... I used to think, um, I used to be the come along with person. Oh, I'm so adaptable. I'm so, you know, accommodating. Anything is fine. It's okay. That's a good choice. Yeah, I'll do that. That's no problem. Sure. Let's go and live in Japan. Okay. It's not my first choice, but okay. I still want to do this thing. I'll, you know, I'll come along with, I'll be the accommodating person. And that might be all well and good and you can reframe that in a positive way like I, I did. I said like, oh, I'm very adaptable. That's that's great. I can just, you know, pick up from Sydney, go and live in another country and I can adapt to that situation. Awesome. What a great strength. But was that coming from the right mindset? And I would say if I look back at myself, the mindset was that I was outsourcing the decisions. I was outsourcing mm. the thinking. I wasn't really thinking for myself. And yeah. honestly, I would say the turning point probably was when, you know, my first marriage kind of fell apart and I was just like, I want to do something different. I don't want to teach anymore. I want something different out of my life. And, you know, by that stage, I'm already 32 and, you know, figuring this out and realizing this, you kind of make a mess of the situation all around you. Cause like, what, wait, hang on a second. I've got to start thinking for myself and I can, I can choose my next, my trajectory. I can choose the next things that I want to do. I think that was probably the beginning and it was very messy because I didn't have, you know, I kind of wish I'd read Think and Grow Rich before that. And I wish I'd done the personal development because then I'd be aware of what's actually happening. And I do think a lot of the times people just, they fall into this realization of, oh, I've, something's got to change. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, it might be the way I think or the way I do things, but it can be probably a little bit messy. And so that's where I think it's really important and why we want to share all the foundational mindset work and personal development, because it allows you to kind of go, I rec- I'm aware now, I recognize what's happening. Um, and you just become more conscious. I feel like I'm rambling here, but <laughs> does any of that no, make no, sense? No. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, I think that I'm just trying to like kind of pick up similarities because I do feel like our journeys are maybe parallel isn't the right word, but I feel like we've experienced a lot of the same, like, you know, being agreeable, like, oh, look at me. I'm like, I can go along with whatever. And and thinking that that's like a positive thing in all scenarios. It is a positive thing in some scenarios, but not when you, you should be like thinking on your own and making your own decisions. And I think that something that I that I've kind of been thinking that has been very similar for both of us is that around the time that we kind of started having these first inklings of like, wait a second, is this how I want to live my life? Maybe I do want to make a change. Not really sure what that is, but I'm curious. I'm open to it. Both of us were surrounded by people who were already further along than us Mm -hmm. on that journey. And so, you know, that kind of, how many times have we said you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? I mean, if you think about the mindset that the five people you spend the most time with have, if that mindset is still in a space of, you know, kind of like, for lack of a better description, the robotic, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens and don't really care. And I'm not going to change anything. Like, I'm not even thinking that I want to change anything. I just want it to be as easy as possible. Mm, Um, Then like, where are you ever going to get that nudge from? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Listening to Mm. this podcast. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. (laughs) (laughs) We're nudging you friend. (laughs) Oh, maybe they Um, didn't nudge. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I think that some people do. And I think that a lot of it, too, has to do with, um, you know, imposter syndrome. And this kind of, I think, in a lot of ways goes back to confidence. It's like you might have kind of an inkling that you want to make a change. And I'm speaking for myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I was that person. Absolutely. Thinking that you want to make a change. But then you're like, oh, I don't really know what to do next. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, who am I to, you know, be the person that actually gets to do all this stuff and it's not gonna work anyway maybe it's gonna fail oh and you feel like such a you know victim role Mm -hmm. and like oh man that was me big time um okay so i i want to hear i know you've had some massive mindset uh shifts and you've done the work and you've had some transformational weekends and i know you did something crazy where you jumped off a pole Ooh. That was really high. So <laughs> we never got to a talk about that. And I, really, and I really want to talk about that. Tell us yeah. about jumping off that really high pole. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I had this just like mind-blowing, amazing opportunity, whether you love him or not, to sit in a room with Tony Robbins and 10 other people for hours. Um, and we uh, were invited on this trip for an affiliate promotion that we won, John and myself and nine other affiliates. So it was a top 10 trip. And we went to Fiji. We went to Namali, um, which is Tony's resort, which was absolutely like next level incredible. We were there for four days. 
and we had like a slew of activities, um, different, like very much all growth mindset activities. Um, and we had a day with Tony where it uh, was also like a crazy experience for me. I didn't think I was going to get to like actually ask a question or, you know, be a part of that conversation. I thought I'd kind of be a fly on the wall, which was mm -hmm. totally fine with me <laughs> uh, because that was like already like mind blowing. But I did get to talk to Tony and I'll circle back to that um, in today's episode because it was a massive, massive lesson for me. And this was just two years ago, three years ago, yeah. three years ago. Um, but one of the activities that we did was climbing a 40 foot pole, standing on top of that pole and then <laughs> jumping off from it. Oh, oh my God. goodness. I was so, I mean, we did some crazy activities that weekend, one of which included getting in a river that was like pulling us downstream in the dark. That oh. was very scary. Well, okay. Nope. It was not. It was an experience. I don't even really like being in the water in the daytime because I don't like not knowing what's underneath me. But we got in the water at nighttime and floated down this river like miles. That was okay. So the pole, though, yeah. we drive to this lot and there are all these poles and they have like little studs in them basically like d-rings kind of i don't know if that's a right way to describe it but like little knobs sticking out the side of the pole so you and can we climb were strapped it? in and it, yeah so you can yeah. climb so that's where you, what your feet were on mm -hmm. little tiny these were not like sturdy steps they were like little like metal pieces sticking out of the pole okay very tiny um so they strapped us in we were of course you know had a safety net, so to speak. Um, and I start climbing and at the bottom, the pole is very sturdy and you're like, oh, I got this. And then I got like halfway up and the things started getting smaller. Like as you got higher up, like the steps and the pole started getting shakier because, you know, it wasn't like right there in the ground. So you get up there and the pole's kind of moving a little bit and I'm trying not to look down. And we were on teams too. So whichever team had all their people get to the top, stand on the top. You had to balance on the top before you jumped off. Whoever did it, mm -hmm. you know, fastest was the winning team. So you got a little, you know, of course we were all supporting each other, cheering <laughs> each other on, but everybody wanted to win. Um, so I started getting up really high and it was like really rocky. And at that point, when you're at the very top, you can't help but look down because you get to a point where you have to put your hands on top of the pole to keep moving your feet up. And then at some point, you have to let one foot go to put it up on top of the pole. And, at the, and then after you're able to do that, you have to take both hands off so that you can stand on top. Your feet, the, the log is like not even big enough to hold your feet. My feet were hanging over on all sides, right? It's very tiny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh gosh. Yeah. You're doing a great so job describing this. Like, I've got, I I've mean, got a visual. You're just, <laughs> we'll have to post it on, I have a video of me doing it. We'll have to post it on our Instagram. hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Oh man. And so of course you're breaking through all these fears, doubts, everything. There's so many different things going through my mind. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm definitely going to do this. 
am I going to fall off? Am I going to be able to make it to the top? When I get to the top, am I going to be able to stand up? When I stand up, what's going to be going through my head? And so, um, so I got to the top. I stood on the top. I balanced on the top. And it was kind of like when you get up there, like take deep breaths and like think of all these things. And like all I could think about was not falling off that pole, to be honest, because that's what I thought was going to happen pretty much immediately. (laughs) And there is actually like this trapeze bar. So the goal was actually not to just jump off the pole, but the goal was to jump to this bar and be able to swing on the bar. So I kind of like crouched down And I jumped as far as I could, held my hands out in front of me, hoping to catch that bar. Um, I missed the bar. (laughs) I didn't jump out far enough for that. Um, And at that point, of course, you're just kind of like propelled down, back down to the bottom. But, you know, it was very much uh, just an overcoming your fears type of experience of I honestly... You know how you hear people say, like, I, ne- I, I never thought of, like, failing as an option, or I never thought of this not working, or I never thought I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I felt about it, even though that is not something that I would, in my, you know, previous years, I would never be like, oh, of course I want to climb up that pole. Like, I would have never thought that. Mm. But you get there and you have a team of support around you and people taking care of you and um, encouraging mm. you. And and I never once thought, no, I can't do that or I'm not going to do that. Or what if I, you know, what if I get halfway and I stop and I can't do it? I mean, like, of course, it it was not easy to do, but I never thought of not doing it, which Mm. was a unique experience for sure. Yeah, that is interesting. Have you ever done like any group exercises like that, that were just like really pushing your limits in terms of like what you believe you can do or? No, I haven't. Not, no. I don't think I have done anything like that. I definitely haven't done anything like that. That's pushed me. I mean, when Omar and I were still living in San Diego, we took a vacation, uh, those rare times that we took a break, and we went to Costa Rica, and we booked literally a week. uh, Every single day we did an activity. Um, And, you know, the activities were pretty standard, kayaking, jet skiing, um, a hike uh, in a in a forest down to a lake um, or a waterfall. The one activity that was probably the scariest and most challenging was zip lining, and it was zip lining uh, across um, a huge like forest area. Uh, over about 19 different platforms. So it wasn't just one zip line. You get there and you, you know, you do this, you kind of built up to it and you, and then the last zip line was really long. You were suspended um, uh, close to a minute, I would say. So it was a really long one that you were traveling. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And super, super high. I I can't remember, but we're talking trees in a forest that high. So if you fall, you know, that's it. See you later. (laughs) Uh, so that was probably, you know, something that I was, yeah, afraid to do, um, but I did it. And by and it's funny because kind of similar to you, like I was like, oh well, no, I was thinking that, yeah, I didn't really want to do this, but I'll do it anyway, 
the the kind of interesting thing that happened to me by the time I got to the 19th, the last platform, the scariest, the longest one that I thought, oh, this one I'm definitely going to be afraid to do. By that stage, I don't know if it was adrenaline. I was super excited to do it. And I really enjoyed that. Like I didn't think I would enjoy it. I thought it'd be like, oh, let's just get this over and done with. But I actually had yeah. fun. I, would, I don't know if I'd do it again though. But I guess like, so I think what's interesting and why I wanted to talk about that experience that you had, do you think you have to go through these, you know, I know the Tony Robbins, the walking on coals and fire and jumping off poles that they're, you know, things that he's kind of known for and these experiences that really can, you know, be breakthrough experiences. Do you think you need to have those experiences in order to have, like, what does it give you in terms of a mindset shift that you can then, does it, does it translate or carry over to other areas in your life? Like, did you feel like once I jumped off that pole and I, I went for the trapeze bar and oh my God, I fell off. It's just, you described that. So like, I felt like I was there. I was terrified. I don't think I would have been able to do it, but do you feel like once you do do it, that then you that carries and translates into other areas of your life is the answer yeah. yes <laughs> yes I do I do and I uh, for me I don't feel like I could get there without something like that like the experiences that I've had that have pushed me beyond my limits or what I thought my limits were were absolutely necessary in me breaking through whatever that previous belief was. And I think that that's, you know, what a lot of these activities are, that's exactly what they're set up to do. They're set up to push you so far beyond what you believe is true in that moment that then you, one, prove yourself wrong, and two, have this newfound experience, confidence. It's hard to explain, really what yeah. that what that has done for me hmm. and I'm not saying that you need to like it doesn't you know it's different for everyone right like maybe it's not walking on coals maybe it's there's so many different challenges yeah. that I think could get could get you there and get you the same kind of result in making yeah. some way yeah it's it's funny maybe I am terrified because the way I see it is like I mean, I so admire that you did that. And I think I think about the time. I, I also hate roller coasters. Mm. So it's something that I hate going on roller coasters. I just dislike the feeling so much. Um, and I remember when my brother came to visit us, we were, we were in San Diego and we went up to LA and there was, we went to one of the parks. I can't remember which one it was. I just, yeah. Um, I, I pushed myself that day and I went on these crazy roller coaster rides and I, and I wouldn't do it again. And so this is the, the thing I think I'm trying to get to is like, I want to do the work. I'm as passionate about mindset and growth. And I believe there are so many breakthrough moments, but I don't want to jump off a pole. I don't want to walk on coals. I don't want to do any of that scary stuff. Is there another way? Oh, okay. Have you had any other experiences that didn't involve something like that? that were also transformational. Yes. I've, I've honestly had several of them. I will circle back to my chat with my little chat with Tony. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) At that mastermind. 
And it, I mean, it's interesting how you set it up because I'll, I'll, I'll set it up the way that it happened for me. So comes my turn, right? Tony Robbins sitting there looking at me and I'm looking at him and being like, oh my gosh, I'm incredibly scared right now. I'm nervous. My heart's beating so fast. You know that feeling when your heart's in your throat? I kind of wanted to throw up. And then I was like, all right, I feel that there is a next level for me in our business. And I don't know how to get there because I'm scared that I'm scared that I don't know what that is. I'm scared that I don't know how or what I need to do. Uh, I'm scared that I'm going to miss it and that I'm missing out on being able to make a bigger impact and, and grow myself and improve myself. And I was just wondering, you know, where should I start? Whew. <laughs> and then I was just like sweating and like, you know, my legs going a million miles an hour. I totally do that like toe tappy thing or whatever, where like your knee just like go, 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 go. And I'm just waiting. And one of the first things that he said was, do you know how many times you just said the word or the words that you were scared? And I was like, no. And he was like, I, I kind of went on longer than I just did now. Mm. That was a synopsis. But he, was, he said, you just said the word scared 11 times. And every single time you say that, that's what you are. Every single time you say something about yourself, you are speaking the truth of who you are. And if you're going to sit there and say how scared you are to find this next level and how scared you are to do this and how scary it is to, you know, he didn't say this, but I've carried this with me in such a huge way, scared to climb a pole, you know, scared to get out of my comfort zone, scared to whatever, 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 then that's what you're going to be. And it really had just like a massive impact on me. It was one of those moments where I felt like I had been through some crazy challenge or experience or something where it just hit me like a ton of bricks. How many times I use those words and how when we speak out loud like that, we're telling ourselves what we believe and we're telling others what we believe. And it really had like a profound, a level of awareness that I hadn't reached even in all the other experiences that, you know, I've had. But that is, I, I, I love that. I love that story. And, and I think you've hit the nail on the head. The first chapter in Think and Grow Rich is all about the thoughts. Mm. And it all starts with the thoughts and the things you think. And I think if I go back to even um, Jim Rohn, um, who I've listened to a lot of his stuff, and one of the thing, one of his quotes that I remember is, you know, stand guard at the gates of your mind. What are the thoughts? What are you letting into your brain? What are you thinking about? Because mm -hmm. those are the things that then become your the things that you say. So you were thinking that you're scared. So you say, "I'm scared," and mm -hmm. then that leads to an action. Have you have you heard that um, watch your thoughts, they become your words? 
I've written yes. it down. Um, I was actually trying to, oh, good. I've I was like it. thinking of that quote earlier and I was like, I will butcher it. I'm so happy you have no, it. I've got it right in front of me. So here, <laughs> here we go. Watch your thoughts. They become, you, they become your words. Watch your words. They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Mm. I'm not going to say the name of who it's attributed to because I can't pronounce it, but we will put it in the show notes. But it's all about the thoughts. Yeah. It starts there, right? And that was for me the, the breakthrough with, well, that first shift with Think and Grow Rich. It's like, what was I thinking about myself that, I can accomplish? What do I think is possible? What do I think I can do? And if all of those thoughts are, I can't, I won't, it's a fixed mindset. This is what I've been given. This is my lot in life. This is what's, you know, success only comes to X, Y, Z, whatever. Then that's going to be the destiny. And, and the crazy thing is, and I think what, why mindset is so powerful it's less bigger than we think it is. It's just a series of steps. It's just a series of small changes and shifts and actions and little things that you do day by day that then can, you know, unlock that, the life that you want, the goals that you want, the happiness that you want to achieve. It's not this big elusive thing. It's, it's all these series of small steps in between, but it all starts with what, how you think, you know, Yeah. And like, I remember when I was kind of very first going through all this and, you know, me being such a deep diver, I'm like, okay, so what, I'm not going to be scared anymore or I can't have Mm. doubts anymore Mm. or, you know, I'm never going to feel frustrated anymore. Like, no, you will feel all of those things. And you will think I am scared or I'm frustrated or I'm angry or I'm sad. You still think and have those emotions and feelings. The difference is that your mindset allows you to check into that awareness and to change your reaction, Mm -hmm. to change your words, to change whatever happens next. Yeah. And to start thinking differently. So that like there are even sometimes where, I mean, go back to the road rage just because it's like such a simple example. I really don't like it when people cut me off. It does make me very frustrated and I do get angry. But I've consciously said, I don't want to act that way. I don't want to be careless and get in a stupid accident. And so when that happens and that feeling or emotion Mm -hmm. or thought is triggered, I'm immediately able to say, that's not the kind of driver I am. I am not frustrated. That person is having a very bad day right now and they needed to cut me off because they're in an extra hurry and they think that they're going to get there faster and that's okay. (laughs) So it's about changing your reactions, Mm. the words that you say, your next action, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this oh <was> man! Really? <laughs> okay, let's let's wrap okay. this one up. <laughs> All 
All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on mindset, happy new year. And we hope that you picked up a thing or two that you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. Friends, happy new year. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you have a friend in mind who might also find this conversation helpful, share it with them. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. And we look forward to talk. No, 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 no. Why did I improvise? I should have just left it there. I know I was going to, I thought we were going to team up and say until next time together. Okay. Until, until next time. Next time. <laughs>